Hangs on, steers it left side, Pilon through the box, out of the reach of Fontaine. Scoots it down low, and here's Dewar from the corner. Dewar hangs on, sends it back, Davis tees one up, he scores! He scores! How sweet it is! A comeback for the ages! The Everett Silvertips are four wins away from the Ed Chanel Cup! They're the champions of the Western Conference! And they're going to the WHL Championship Series. And with that goal from Kevin Davis in overtime, the Everett Silvertips went on to win the Western Conference Finals over the Tri-City Americans in 2017-2018 season. That was obviously Dennis Williams' first year on the bench as Everett's head coach. And I sat down with him a couple weeks ago to chat about the game. We rewatched the second part of the third period in overtime, and we got his thoughts, feelings um, when rewatching the game, which he said is his first time watching it since since it happened. So without further ado, here's a special episode of Tips Talk rewatching Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals in 2018 with Dennis Williams. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of Tips Talk. I'm here with Silvertips head coach Dennis Williams. We're we're here at the Silvertips offices, and uh, we're going to rewatch Game Five or Game Six, sorry, of the Western Conference Finals in 2018, where uh, Dennis is first year on the bench, and we're going to start the the game right about at 8:52. Jordan Topping of Tri City just scored to put Tri City up 5-2. So, Dennis, first of all, thanks <laughs> thanks for doing this. Yeah. Second of all, what's the what's the mood on the bench as, as Tri City goes up 5-2 like that? Well, it's one of those where. You know, it's it's game six. The last thing you want to do is come home for game seven. Everything's you know up in the air then. And, uh, you know, it was kind of just getting a pulse there. You know, was their building was was rocking after that goal. And next thing you know, we were we found ourselves down. And you know, a lot of things was was contemplating whether or not you know at what time do we do we give Hartsey a break? You know, Carter and and uh, you know it was just uh, a bottle of emotions and you can see we go right back to the kill here quick yeah, as that's well tough. that's really tough <laughs> yeah so you know you don't want to put a goalie in here off the kill and and uh, but uh, you know what uh, you know thinking back though we we didn't have any we we, we didn't have any uh like uh, we weren't panicking you know we know there's lots of hockey left and and uh it was one of those where all of a sudden you know we get the scrum going right here and oh and I'm not sure how all that you know kind of started and and uh, but it, maybe it was enough to jolt us a little bit mm-hmm. you know and, and 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 get it going and but as you and I were saying before we started talking there's a lot of good hockey players right there on the ice yeah Bean I see Jake Bean I see Michael Rasmussen both geeky. those guys are playing Martin pro geeky. hockey yeah, yeah like, also you know yeah Carter Hart and Nett and Bykoff and Fontaine out there and. Jake Christensen, you know, is obviously having a great year this year for us as well. So there's uh, there's definitely a lot, you know, uh, a lot of really good players that are looking back at it, you know, and you probably don't realize it, you know, when the game's being played itself until after and you and you fast forward. So really this this is a little bit of a turning point because I believe we go to four and four here uh, off this. Um, yeah, so that was that was big to, to help out and, and kind of negate that kill a little bit. That's um, right. If you guys were to go on that kill, that'd probably be – 
you know, teams respond in different ways, but you get yeah. scored on again in 6 2, I think. Well, especially their power play. The Tri Cities came through the first two rounds 4 nothing, 4 nothing in the in the series, mm-hmm. right? And, and they were scoring a lot of goals in those. I, if I recall, that Kelowna series had a lot of goals uh, in it, you know, through them. And um, so for us, you know, to, to be able to get this, I believe, into a 4 on 4, we end up, you know, capitalizing on it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was huge, you know, in that part of it. And, uh, because again, to give those guys a, a power play opportunity, man, you, you, you can't afford to, you know, in, in, in any series, you know, and whether it was in this series or, or the series before we played against Portland, it was the same thing. If you yeah. gave those guys a, a chance of a man advantage, you probably found yourself a good chance that they're going to score on you. So, well, this is kind of a quirky uh, season in the Western Conference, considering the U.S. Division was was really strong. I mean, they're they're four very very good teams in the U.S. division, and Tri-City came through the B.C. bracket as the wild card. Um, that's not really a wild card caliber team. Um, so the fact that you guys face in, in the Western Conference final, you know, this is obviously kind of an, an interesting series considering, yeah. um, you know, what they what, what it took for both of you guys to get there. Well, it definitely was. It was two different paths, you know, and, and you know, we had to go through Seattle the first round, which that's never easy, you nope. know, and, and that was five games there right off it, and and uh, some really good hockey players on that club, you know, there as well, and and always played us hard that year, and and uh, you know they pushed us right to the limits, and then as you said, we had to go through Portland next, which was another tall task, you know, for our group, and and wasn't that just a crazy series? Same thing, kind of the the game, the game four down there, how that flipped around, being down quickly two one to up three two, and coming home with a with a three one lead off it, and and. Um, but I, I, I definitely was, when we got to this series here, um, you know, as they were coming through the BC division, we knew it was going to be, they, they weren't a fifth place hockey club in our division. You know, with Tri-Cities most of the year, they, they never had their full roster, I don't think, half the time yeah. because of, of injuries or, or the World Juniors or anything along those lines. And they, they were banged up quite, quite a bit throughout the regular season. And, yes. and they just started, you know, really getting their rhythm there the last few games of regular seasons. They got everybody back and healthy. And then you could you saw what they were able to do through the first eight games of the playoffs. So it was definitely uh, uh, a, a tough a tough road for us and, and, and a tough game. And, and uh, you know, they were they were a really good hockey club. Sure, and they obviously made a lot of uh, deadline acquisitions as well. So, you know, the first half of the season isn't always emblematic of what the yeah. team plays like in the second half. And then if you're injured, it takes a little bit for those guys to That's click right. anyway. Um, so it's t- it kind of reminds me of that Spokane team from last year a little bit. Um, sleeping Giants, I like to call them, because they never really had a full lineup for most of the season. They are still getting yeah. some of their parts to, to kind of click together. But once it all clicked, it clicked kind of at the perfect time right in the playoffs. Well, and, and, and it is. It's all about peaking at the right time. You know, we always say, you know, in this game, it's, it's a long season, you know, and, and you want to make sure your guys are feeling good and, and uh, uh, playing the right way, you know, when, when postseason comes. And, and, you know, up to that point, if, if you think about it, it doesn't really matter what really happens, you know, and, and you can see it every year where teams in, in our division especially um, – you know, it's it's tough to 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 get out of the U.S. division and going into it. If if you're one through four, you got as equal chances as anybody. You know, off it. For sure, for sure. So play start resume. They sort of penalties. Yeah. Think it's a four and four right four here. Four and four. Yeah. yeah. You know, we got some real good players out there on the ice again. You know, we got Con- Connor Dewar there going hard at it. Him and and Pilon and, and Sutter were fantastic in this in this mm-hmm. series and throughout all playoffs and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, adding the likes of, of uh, you know, the Jay Christensen and the Kevin Davises and Wyatt Wiley's, you know, bringing pucks up and, and uh, 
you know, it was just, uh, it was a really re remarkable team. You know, and if you look at it, there's two of our 20-year-old D out there right now on the ice yeah. with Garrett Pilon and Pilon's in Hershey and, and uh, we picking him up from Kamloops and, and Andre Valo were great, were great uh, additions for us. And, you know, we kind of get a little bit of a, of yeah. a Connor Dewar type goal right there. Yeah, right? he's just right at the doorstep. <laughs> he yeah. sneaks around the net and... You know, it was it was a nothing play. You know, so now it's five three, and and really, like I said, during that uh, during during that first penalty there that that Dawson got for tripping after that uh, goal to make it five two, I was contemplating about pulling Carter, you know, at that time and just getting him his rest. And, and you know, it's five two, ten minutes left, but now it's five three, and and there's still half a period left. So we're like, well, you know, we'll just see how this goes here. And and uh, so it was a it was a big it was a big goal for us. And and it's funny how it works that. You know, it probably wasn't making any ESPN top 10 highlights that goal, but it was huge for our bench and our confidence. And, and if you look at the two benches, like, you know, a minute ago we were all sitting down kind of, you know, yeah. and the, the body language, the energy's down, now the energy's back up. And, you know, we get a really good look right off the hob there by uh, Kevin Davis and, and uh, just another tremendous uh, uh, defenseman there. Sure, and, and you go back to that, that uh, goal that Connor Dewar scored. Sometimes, you know, if you're if you're looking for that, you think you need to create a you know a really juicy chance. Sometimes it's just those those cheap you know you know plumber type goals that really you know those are the ones you're kind of looking for to get you back yeah. in the game, right? Yeah, though you know it's it, it's funny because in the playoffs that's how most of the goals are probably going in. You know, it's yeah. the, the the defense is so so tighten up you know everyone plays hard everyone competes hard you know you're trying to find that one little break and it's for the guys that normally go to those blue paint tough areas we call it, it it's difficult especially against this team you know they they had a decor that was not only skilled but big and physical and mean and and uh it, it takes a lot to get there so it was it was a big goal by by connor uh which he's done a number of times throughout his career here in, in uh, everett and you mentioned the the success of that line that he was on with uh, with Pilon and, and Riley Sutter. I mean, I looked at it, it was Connor Dewar's ninth goal of the playoffs. You know, it's mm -hmm. pretty. I mean, that's some pretty impressive production from him. Um, and that and that that line, obviously, it, it's yeah. it goes down. I mean, Nick Patterson, my colleague, has told me plenty about it. You've told me about it. Um, some of the other Jesse Glincy, the former beat oh, yeah. writer, he's, they they've raved about how that line just clicked so well in the playoffs. I mean, how big was that just to get you to this point where yeah. you're in this position? Well, to be able to have especially those two lines of, of like you said, of, of uh, Riley, Connor, and, and Garrett, and then, uh, you know, our other line that was really good was obviously Matt Fontaine with Sean Richards and Pat Bykoff. And then, you know, we – and I don't mean – just all, all our lines were really good as we go through it, you know, and, and uh, in the playoffs you need your depth and you need your scores and, and you need uh, guys to step up and, and take pride in roles and, and all our players did. And that was, I think, what was so special about this group was whether you were playing fourth line minutes or third line or second, everyone took pride in it and, and, and did a great job. Of course, and and I don't know if this is something that you notice at all, but you know, you know, Bykoff was kind of your primary uh, goal scorer. You know, he produced a lot of offense. Were were defenses kind of keen in on him pretty pretty keenly? Yeah. That opened up a little bit for that other line to for sure. And and I think that's what you know when when you looked at that line there, you know, probably a lot of the uh, reports would be against him and and Matty Fontaine, and you know, especially is is very high skilled yeah. uh, playmaking, not overly. Uh, size-wise or physical so sure. teams definitely you know would, would want to hone in on them where a little bit of the other guys were you know Connor Dewar and, and Sutter kind of played a little bit of that that game you know mm -hmm. off it but um, 
you know, Patrick Bykoff, Fontaine, and Matty Fontaine, like they led our team in scoring. Uh, you know, Patty had 100 points there, and and uh, Matt Fontaine had a breakout year, and you know, they really meshed well though. Sean Richards in this game, and, you know, in, in this in this year, you know, they they played together, and Richie brought the speed and the physicality, and, yeah. and and did a really good job, you know, being on retrievals and getting pucks for those guys. Yeah, it seems like a nice fit. I mean, I I didn't watch much of. Uh, Bykoff and, and Fontaine play, but you know both both very skilled players, both you know very smart from what I what I understand, and just having a guy that can you know kind of create some havoc, you know get on the four check and yeah, and kind of you know maybe create some turnovers. That's that's a nice guy to have to. Not that's lie. right, he, and 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 Sean played a you know I I, I always liked Sean. He played he played uh, a hard game, you know. Uh, sometimes you know he had to toe the line, and unfortunately sometimes he went over the line right off it, uh, but. He, he was a great teammate, you know, Sean. He cared a lot about hockey, cared a lot about his teammates, and, and uh, was a big, big part of that line's uh, success out there. Sure, and I don't know if you've seen what he's been doing at, uh, at Mount Royal um, this year in U Sports. He's had, he's had quite the season. Yeah. Uh, it seems like he's, I think he was like fifth and plus minus on the team, and obviously it's not the, the perfect stat, but um, it's a nice little glimpse of maybe how he's fit in and no. playing a lot of ice time. You know, you got to be out on the ice to get those, those yeah, pluses, right? That's right. And, 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 you know, what's one thing with Sean was is he just loved the game. You know, we, we always say, like, uh, I don't think in all my time coaching him we ever had to get on him to work hard in practice. He always mm-hmm. came ready to practice. He came ready to play. You know, uh, he, he brought a good sense of um, – uh, like his personality was was great. He knew when he, he was a serious hockey player, but he also knew, uh, you know, when when to laugh and make the guys joke and and uh, kind of light, lighten up the mood. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple good looks. This line was playing real well in this in this game as well uh, off it. And uh, yeah, it's late in the game, and it seems like I've seen a lot of those two lines come out there. And, yeah, you know, those guys are playing a lot of minutes. You're you're trying to, you know, see what see what you can trade happen. And, yeah. You know, and, and and it's funny when you when you fast forward now to right now, and you got twenty nine, twenty three <laughs> playing together, and you see them on the weekend playing together, uh, mm-hmm. off there. But you know, here and then again, if you here comes Reese uh, Vitelli on the ice, who his line with with Bryce Kindop and Martin Fasco Rudis, you know, they were very good for us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they did a really good job of of uh, playing a lot of minutes for us as well, and and maybe not contributing as much offensively, but. Um, you know, doing a really good job on the defensive side and, and playing the game right. And, um, you know, it's I think that's Spencer Girth down there uh, for us there as well. And I and, uh, had a good visit with Spencer Girth. He came to visit us in Vancouver when we were playing. So it was nice to see him, and he's doing well, at, you know, uh, playing uh, uh, Canadian uh, University as yeah. well. So but there's there's Bryce Kindop doing what Bryce does. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a... Pretty good player. He tried to go around there. <laughs> Malamaki is. Uh, I, I joked always with with Malamaki is was I, I. I don't. He he led more of the rushes than any of our players probably did. <laughs> like he was a special player. That that, that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only got you know very small glimpses of watching him play when I was oh. in Spokane doing a little bit of freelance work covering the Chiefs. But he was he was pretty special every time I watched him. You know him and Matt Barzell were the two guys that stuck out to me of just guys that kind of pop. And yeah. I didn't know hockey very well at that point, so you know you're you're kind of you're you maybe you're not seeing the more intricate details of the game, but you can see those guys just yes. from the get go just make a huge impact. Yeah, you, got, you just scored a goal here. Yeah, cut the cut the deficit to one. Yeah, you know it was a really nice face off. Uh, 
you know, there, and it was huge. And you talk about face-off goals. Those are the only times really in the game where they're true 50-50 battles we talk about. And, mm-hmm. and obviously uh, we do a good job getting that puck back to uh, Kevin Davis, who, you know, he was uh, he was an ultimate warrior here for the Silver Tips over his, his career and, and uh, is still playing pro. And, um, you know, but it was, again, the... the the, the face off of of Riley Sutter doing a great job and the help by his, his wingers and and uh, you know Davy being able to work the blue line with his feet there and uh, geez uh, Gianni Fairbrother he's bellowing out looking for a puck and you know we're able to get a seam play through so you know it's five four here and and uh, I thought here for the last four or five minutes our guys have done a really good job of, of kind of tilting the ice and and, and pushing the pace and it's it's a difficult game on either side you know it's it's easier for us being down to just play desperate hockey you know and whether we yeah. it's five two whether it goes six two it doesn't matter at this point right you're you, mm-hmm. you gotta press and and we've been on both sides of these type of games where when you're up five two your tendency is probably to to sit back a a, a bit right and you know right away we make it five five right after that, that yeah. and and uh you know, right now our guys are feeling pretty good on the bench. You know, yeah. off it, and but I, I, you know, as we sit here and we watch it, it's uh, it's not an easy it's not an easy game to play on either side with that much time left. That's obviously a really nice goal from I think it's Pilon. There. Pilon, yeah, Garrett. How how special was was that addition? I mean, to add add someone up front, solidify your top six like that, and obviously yeah. he's a talented player. He's going to help. Well, you know, Garrett was like, and again, when we got him from Kamloops, uh, I, I being. You know, in the, in the league, one year, not even a year, right? And, and only playing them uh, four times, you get to play them. It, I didn't have a, a strong um, grasp on just how good he was, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I obviously, I remember playing him and watching film and seeing what numbers he puts up. But what he brought to that line was was another sense of uh, urgency. His stick skills were strong. He was hard on the puck. Uh, and, and to me, I thought he took a whole nother jump come playoff time. Uh, he had a, a good, a very good uh, uh, regular season, but his playoff was exceptional. And and when you make a, a trade for guys like Garrett Pilon and, and the amount of minutes Andre Vallo played for us, like that's what uh, trade deadlines do. Those type of moves to uh, help help out your team, and those were two two big assets for us. How tough is it playing this Tri City team with with uh, with them having last change? Yeah, real hard, you know. <laughs> and you can see there, Pilon, he played strong, but look how big Rasmussen is next to him. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and that and 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 you know, with Rasmussen, I've never seen a better net front guy, you know. And mm-hmm. and their power play was probably forty some percent of this time, you know, in the playoffs, and a lot of it was him being able to buy space net front and get a stick on it. And um, but it was uh, now you can see quickly though too how how. Now they're playing with a lot more urgency, you know. Yeah, often they're they're jump. coming at us. They're coming out with some jump. They call the timeout there. Mm-hmm. Got their groups, you know, rallied around and and um, playing a lot more physical. So now we know that hey, it's a it's a one shot game, you know. And there's no such thing as bad shots when you get to those these type of games. So yeah, um, we really we really stress that. For sure, yeah. And you just look at the talent on the on the ice right now both teams i mean think about all the guys that are playing pro hockey mm. um i know that yeah that the goal that you just scored i think you had jay christensen who i assume will probably play pro hockey with the season he's had why wiley was right on the doorstep of that as well drafted yeah. connor Dewar, garrett pilon riley sutter all playing in the ahl yeah. 
and then you add in all the Tri City guys that are that are playing pro hockey as well. I mean, that's got that's a staggering amount of talent for a playoff game. Yeah, it was, you know, and and that's what what made the series so dangerous on both sides. I think is that both teams had difference makers, you know, and 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 whether it be any of those Fords or D or, or uh, you know Carter Hart and Neck can win you a game, you know, as well, and and um, so it's it was one that it was like the team that made the you know most minor mistake if you want to say or turnover can quickly end up in the back of your net you know when you watch Valimaki walk the blue line there it was like nothing for him you know uh but our guys did a really good job I thought you know of 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 marking and 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 honing in on those guys you know off it and I I just think it it was a um it was a really good you know fought series by both teams you know off it and and uh Obviously, one that uh, with our group, you know, we'll always re- remember it. And, and, and uh, but it was uh, it was definitely a fun game. What was what was the atmosphere like in the Toyota Center? For it was the good. Game? It was loud. You about know, three, like about three thousand, a little over three thousand, I think. Yeah. Well, it was weird because it, it was a weekday game, right? Where yeah, I believe this was this on a Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, it was, it was early week. I yeah, because we had to come back the next night mm-hmm. if, if it was going to Game Seven. You know, and, and it's like anything. Like, yeah, you, you don't want to come back for a game seven for sure. Like, I, I know that's easy for everyone to say when they're up in a series, and because they get all the mo- momentum, they're feeling good about themselves. The pressure is on us, you know, out of it. Um, yeah. You know, especially when you're up in the series and and they're forcing game seven. Uh, so it was uh, it was something in the back of our mind. But when it was five two at the time, for sure, you know, you're you know you had to have those those kind of. You don't want to say those thoughts, but you have to start protecting. You know, do you like I said, do you get Hartsey out and give him a little, little extra rest? And but then again, when you do that from a coach standpoint, you know, does that mean you're giving up the game? You know, and, and you know, it was just a, it was a, it was a really e- emotional game. Sure, and and you you mentioned Carter Hart. And, you know, he's obviously a, he's a, arguably the most decorated goaltender ever playing the WHL. And, and this game probably isn't um, one he's going to put on his highlight reel or his gold standard of, of playoff games. But the fact that you guys are able to create that offense late and kind of you know bail him out a little bit, was that, a, was that kind of a nice boost for your entire group there? Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, I, you know, and, you know, Carter's done so much for, for this program, right? And, and he played such a great playoff for us. And, and I know when we watch this game and, and you see the score – you know, you probably would never have thought. Uh, you, you probably ne- ne- never would have thought um, we would have uh, we would have been at this 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 high of a of a game or this high of a score right off it. And but you know what? Some, sometimes the goalies do. You know, they, they save you games. And, and I know for us, uh, you know, Hartsey was real good in this game. Like he's seeing some high end goal scoring. You know, off it. And, mm-hmm. and but knowing him, he probably want to keep it under two. You know, just like all great goalies do. But it was nice to see our guys. You know, uh, be able, like you said, score those this many goals and, and give us that confidence as we moved in the Swift Current series. Without a doubt. So Tri City's taking an f- offensive yep. face off. You guys seem like you're able to tilt the ice a little bit for for a point after Tri City took their timeout. Like I had some jump, a little more, a uh, little oomph, but it seemed like your defense was able to yeah. prevent a lot of you know you know those really juicy scoring chances. It didn't seem like you were giving up a lot. You know what? Our our, our back end was really strong. Um, you know, it was one of those. You know, when you look at the addition of like we said Andre Valla, but you have Kev, Kevin Davis as a twenty year old, and you have Jake and Wyatt back there. Um, he, uh, Ian Walker and Johnny Fairbrother. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's a uh, that goes right up with last year's decor you mm-hmm. know in, in terms of veterans and and just playing strong and what was good about that decor was we had a mix of everything I thought like uh, obviously Kev Kevin's not a big defenseman but very skilled very mm-hmm. versatile great feet great vision defended hard but then we had some size with Andre Valla back there and, and with Wyatt Wiley played played a heavy game and Gianni yeah. plays a heavy game so um, you know we were able to really have a good balance of those guys back there and funny enough, the score bug in, at the Tri-City broadcast was 5-4 for, for the longest time, and I think they just changed yeah. it to 5-5. Yeah. Uh, we have no idea what, what time is left in the game or whatnot. Um, so. Yeah, I'm not sure either. <laughs> it's like little, I said, I didn't really... tough I, to tell. It was funny when you asked to do this. I, I remember I said I, I didn't really watch much of it, right? I, yeah. We had to get ready for Swift Current quick, so uh, it was one of those games that we kind of just moved, moved yeah, on from. Yeah, you didn't have time to stop and reflect. But, I mean, the, the impact this game has, I mean, in retrospect, I mean, it's it's one of the more important games the franchise has ever played. Just to be a part of it, I mean, what what is that kind of... What what what, are you, yeah. what what feelings do you evoke from that? Yeah, you know, it was it was obviously a real special group, you know, and and uh, especially if you look back to the how we started the year, you mm-hmm. know, four nine and one, yeah. I think we were off off the right off the Hoffman. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was was picturing us to be even in this position, you know, sure. and and uh, obviously we we rallied around that and and stuck the course and um, you know it was you know. Like I said, the, the players did a great job. The staff did a great job. You know, we had obviously uh, Mitch Love on the back end, who I relied on. You know, throughout that uh, uh, that year as my first year in the league, and and I always joked, you know, with with when I talked with Mitch there, is that I didn't know where Kennewick was. I don't know where he'd go into the rink. You know what I mean? <laughs> like all this stuff. So uh, real fortunate to have a, a great coach back there and, and Mitch, you know, and, and did a great job with our D and, and uh, with our penalty kill that year. And, um, you know, and, and all the way through, you know, our, our group was really good. Pat, Pat Pajak was there who did all our video and that was always crisp and done. And it was with, with having just the two coaches and, and Pat is, is obviously our third coach there did a did a great job of of just making sure we were ready and prepped with all the video and and uh, so I wouldn't say it was just the the players that were you know a plus throughout it our staff with with mm-hmm. James Stuckey and Blake like we 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 really did I thought had a really good group of guys not just on the ice but off the ice that really contributed to this for sure how long did it take you to really adjust to the WHL level well, it was like coaching's coaching to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's whether we we are coaching, um, uh, you know. I think at, at, at any level, I was told that once, you know. And it, it was from a, a good friend and, and a mentor and a real good friend, and, and Danton Cole, his head coach at, at Michigan State, mm-hmm. and he told me um, when I was at Bowling Green, and and, and I I was the interim coach, and I, and I didn't get the head coaching job at the time. They gave it to Chris uh, Bergeron. Um, and you know, I was devastated. I was thirty years old. And, you know, I, I, and I remember two things he told me was, you know, you're never, you're never a coach until, until you've been fired. You're never a player until you've been traded. You know, and he's won a Stanley Cup with the Devils, and he's coached, you know, yeah. pro hockey a long time. And I remember at the time I was thirty years old and didn't really understand what all that meant. And you know, yeah, I'm like, why, why would you want to be fired ever? You know, or why would you want to be traded? But you know, I went through a, a learning process there, and, and then I didn't know where I, what, what I wanted to do. And I remember calling him again, saying, "Hey, Dan, I have an opportunity to go join a team in the North American League that is owned by Bill Yule." Mm-hmm. You know, at the time, and I didn't know who Mr. Yule was. I didn't know yeah. any of this this you know that they owned Everett or you know any of that. Right. Yeah. And I remember him telling me at the time. He said. 
you know, I said, what do you think? He goes, if you want to coach, coach. Coaching's coaching. You know, it doesn't matter what level, but you got to stay in in the game. You got to stay sharp. And and uh, probably at the time, I thought, hey, I was coaching Division One college hockey, the North American League. Like, what? You know, I, I I probably more of a at the time a young egotistic, you know, kind of mindset of. Yeah. But I remember it, it, thinking back at it, that was the best advice he gave me because we went to Amarillo, Texas, for four years, coached. Had a lot of fun coaching that group of guys for four years. Loved the city, and wound up that they end up owning the Everett Silver Tips. And you know, you fast forward from that point nine years or whatever it was, and you know, here I am sitting at this desk. So it was it was really good advice he, he gave me. It's funny how those kind of those decisions you make are they they come back and you don't really see the value in them at the time, but then yeah. you go back. I mean, I remember um, I get called into my my editor's office, and he goes, uh, "I think the original we had a deal where he was going to help." He's I was going to help out with Gonzaga basketball coverage, which is, I mean, that is the, the mecca of yeah. Spokane sports. I mean, when Gonzaga's playing, good luck having anyone in the arena for those Chiefs games um, because people are just so drawn to that team. Um, but he said, I have an op- I mean, I want you to cover the, the Chiefs hockey team. And I just kind of, first I was like, this is, like, why are you slighting me like this? But <laughs> yeah. it, was my own, it was my own beat. I was the only person there. It was, it was a really good learning experience, and it kind of led me to this job, essentially, when this opened up. And Jesse uh, moved on to Pittsburgh and kind of helped me. Uh, I had experience in the league. I kind of knew what I was doing. I knew what the Memorial Cup is, which is yeah, <laughs> huge. Yeah, for I think, sure. I think pretty tough for, for a lot of people. I know, yeah. I know Jesse told me when he first got the job, he was, he was kind of taking a crash course on, on what the league was. <laughs> and it's, it's, it is really complicated. I mean, there's some things that you don't really understand. And, for sure. Um, but, but, like, but like you said, it's all about, you know, and, and I think sometimes we, we look at things and think it's a setback or, or yeah. like you said, slighted or, or I'm, I'm better than that. But, you know, it's, you know, sometimes we got to take a step back to move two steps forward. And, 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 and again, if, you know, you think back, if you didn't take that position, you know, where, where would you be sure, now, yeah. you know, and, and no difference if, if I didn't have great advice from great mentors and great support from, you know, obviously my wife, you know, and when I had to tell her I'm moving and we're going to move to Amarillo, Texas, you know, that's not probably a, a hotbed <laughs> for most coaches. Wives, but, yeah. you know, we look back at it and we talk about how much we love living in Amarillo, how many good friends we have in, in Amarillo, mm-hmm. Texas. And the GM, Rick Matchett, still there. We talk once a week still. That's Ever since great. I've left, you know, and he'll text me before every game, wish me good luck, text me after the game still, like as if I'm still working for him, you know. So it's it, it's funny where the road takes you, and, and in sports and coaching, you, you, there's not a there's not a clear cut map, you know. You, you, sure. you sometimes get sidetracked. So you, this is uh, the intermission between third and overtime, tied five five. Yeah. What what's the what's the atmosphere in the, in the dressing room? Are, are people are are your players exhausted? Are they really amped up? I mean, what what are they yeah. kind of feeling right now? I think a little bit of both, right? We're we're still off that uh, energy, you know, of, of tying it up five five. I know our leaders were doing a great job in there, and and. Uh, you know, getting guys, keeping them at bay at times, right? Yeah. Because sometimes you get a little bit too hyped up, you know. And it's, and you know, we've we've given ourselves a position. I remember saying that it's it's a it's a it's a one one shot game now, you know. And and this is what it's came down to. And and you know, talking how we don't want to go home for game seven. Like let's let's do our best, you know, to finish it off here tonight. And and uh, you know, at this point, there there wasn't a lot that needed to be said because the the energy, the emotions were. We're at an all-time high, right, off it. So it was just a little bit keeping them at, you know, kind of even keel, you know, as much as you can without getting too too high on, on what's going on. But um, I remember sitting there and even talking to, 
to, to, to Mitch a little bit. And I don't know exactly how the conversations, but, you know, coming in and like, whew, wasn't that something? You know, like, <laughs> it was just kind of like, how, where did this all come from? You know, like it was, and, and it was, it was pretty neat was we had a number of, of Everett fans there, yeah. you know, that came over for the game. And, and, you know, when we, I remember scoring the fifth goal was the first time, because as a coach, you don't hear a lot in the crowd, like even, People will say, did you see the dance cam or to hear the music? Like, we don't hear any of that, you know? <laughs> but I remember yeah. hearing the fans on that fifth goal, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and thinking to myself, isn't this, you know, this could be a real special night. And, and you know, obviously, lonely behold, it, it turns into being a, a real good a real good evening for our group. Without a doubt. And, you, I mean, the third period, we we started when it was, was essentially 5-2. to two, But it started 3-2. to two. I mean, it was it was wide open. And yeah. I think you guys struck first and then... They tied it up, and I think he just went up two one, or I can't remember exactly how it went. I think that actually when they went up two one, and they rattled off, I think maybe four, <laughs> three straight after that. So it was it was a it was a really back and forth game for the most part. I mean, you had you had pretty much everything you could ask for in a hockey game. A lot of goals. Um, you know, it's a playoff type atmosphere. Yeah. You can tell the players are, you know, they're playing hard. I mean, well, like I'd say, who who wouldn't love this game? I, outside of maybe, like you were saying, the goaltenders maybe, you know, often, mm-hmm. you know, because of the score. But if I'm a fan out of a game like this, 5-5, five, five, head into overtime, game six, you know, it's it's pretty uh, – that's going to be a pretty uh, entertaining game. I, mean, I know from the coach's standpoint, I'm sure both benches were – hearts were going a little bit fast there, you know, throughout it. and, and um, But, again, I – just from a, a sheer sense of hockey, there was a lot of plays being made on both sides out there. Um, a, a, a lot of really good, like, offensive side of the puck plays. And, and as you mentioned, even on the defensive side. And when there was breakdowns, you know, both goalies and Carter, you know, was obviously uh, there to make those saves. And, and, you know, but going in here to this overtime, it was obviously something we felt we felt good about because that, that ice has tilted, you know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and now for us, the, the pressure – you know, in these type of games, isn't on us. We were down five two. You know, it's on the team that was up, probably you know five two, and and uh, and and you see it every day in the games we're in when it, when it's four one. You know, and a team scores two goals to make it four three and pull their goalie. You know, like a couple weekends ago, I, I don't think the team with the goalie pulled is feeling the pressure. It's us. <laughs> you know, so it, it is. Uh, it, it is definitely. Uh, uh, a, a game of emotions, you know, off it, and, and, uh, and we always try to alleviate any pressures on our guys, you know, if mm-hmm. if, if if possible. For sure. So I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. So yeah. I'm just looking at a, a blank. No, I figured they might have Cotton Eye Joe going here or something. <laughs> that guy say that's a pretty good Cotton Eye Joe area. <laughs> they say that our trainer Blake always says it's it's the best in all the buildings that ever, never, everyone gets right right into it. He told I've only I've only heard heard legends of it. I need to to get I, out to Tri City. It's not well, too far to the point where I never um, see it because I, I don't know if it's in between periods or something. But everyone tells me that it's uh, you know. <laughs> the the whole crowd gets going pretty good into it. <laughs> yeah, Tri Cities they certainly have it's a it's a different type of market. Um, yeah, it's great. Sure. Um, I mean, you look at Seattle and, and Everett and Portland and, and even Spokane, and they're pretty you know urban markets for the most part. And Tri Cities a, a little bit more rural out there. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a little it's a little different atmosphere. They got a different feel than most of the yeah, other U.S. Good. Division teams. The yeah. players are back on the ice. Yeah, we got here. Um, still. Stream is buffering a little bit, but yep, no. um, it's uh, yeah, like I said, we're we're coming out and hey, we're 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 in a good we're in a good spot right now, you know, is what I remember saying to our guys, you know, like we're we we've we've clawed our way back out, and it's funny how you think about it. It goes back to Dawson Butt gets the minor penalty, and then 
a little incident in front of our net, and it's four and four, mm-hmm. and we score that goal, right? Otherwise, it, they would have had the power play for, for, you know, for for two minutes and maybe scored. If not, this game may not be where it's at, you know. So uh, it was real. I think pivotal point was was somehow getting to a four on four instead of being down a man. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how the, how that stuff works out with you know people love to complain about refs and whatnot, but you know it, it all you think it all evens out at one point and you get that that penalty on on butt and then of course you kind of you get some help yeah. a little bit and and those are very subjective penalties that they're calling you know, those kind of roughing type penalties. So yes, and th- those can go either way, right? Like yeah. it's. And I think you're obviously on the fair share on both sides of those, you know, throughout throughout yeah. the year. But I mean, that that's a that's a big turning point. The fact yep. where you didn't have to go on the kill there, like we discussed, and um, able to get a goal pretty soon after on four and four. That's that's a big boost for sure. It was, and you know, we come right out here, good. You know, I, I mm-hmm. a real good breakout by this line here, and yeah, you right, start right out on the four check. You, you know? start out with that doer doer peel on Sutter line. Yeah. You know, and and uh, you know, it's it's uh, even that little play there, be able to handle that puck by by Garrett. You know, mm-hmm. and, and we well, have some really good looks there with with Matt Fontaine coming in, and, mm-hmm. and 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 this is what Connor was so good at. You know, in the game, in, in the whole year, and what he was so good at here was getting on those loose pucks. You see him down there, yeah, just, just in the mucking corner. in the corners, yeah, so. puck protecting, is able to get it out. You know, and, and and now, you know, we're we're holding some some zone time and mm-hmm. Pat Pat Bykoff doing Pat Bykoff things <laughs> there with the stick handling. Yeah. And, you know, he was another special player. His his hands. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the last in the three years, you know, what he was able to do and what guys like Cole Fonstad do this mm-hmm. year for us, like they have. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable hands, those guys. Yeah, Sean Richards just, you know, he almost... Almost banged it in. in. Yeah. <laughs> he, almost, he almost ended it early. It seemed like you guys have a lot of energy to start the, the overtime period, um, you know. For sure, yeah. I think you're probably leading shots, you know, a couple to, to nothing. Real, um, real good track by those two guys, forcing a dump, you know, off mm-hmm. it and, and be able to get that, that puck possession again. And, and you know, we're, we're playing a fast game here. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we were able quickly D to D, right back up you know we got uh doers line back out again you mm-hmm. know so we we kind of went down to you know one two one right right off the hop here you know mm-hmm. and and uh mm-hmm. you know there's, there's a great that's a great that's a quintessential yeah. uh, connor doer four check right there he forces a turnover and um he is back to some offensive zone time that's right and 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 these guys are like like you were saying where I, I really thought we did a good job of staying on the puck you know and mm-hmm. and any time for us that that uh, Tri Cities had to had to dump a puck, that was a win for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't we wanted to keep the puck out of their hands, especially this mm-hmm. this guy's hand there, six. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. But anytime they had to dump, it means now we're in a fifty fifty mindset. So mm-hmm. we're able to get puck possession there again and come mm-hmm. right back up. And you know, it's. I don't know. I don't know if I categorize this as maybe conservative, but it seemed like your defensemen were, were doing a, a decent job of not letting you know those those rushes come back and and you know put, put one you know the yeah back of the net real quick. And you know, you, and, every and, time every time I've looked, you guys have two defensemen back. I don't know if that's something that you guys kind of hammered home and the at the intermission or in the third period. But yeah, like I I don't recall exactly. But the other big part was like even watching this game was how good our our F three forward was. Like again on the track, we have three mm-hmm. three four guys in the picture now. 
you know yeah. we always talk about one five in in the picture so right now it's a it's a three on one they actually get the the puck mm-hmm. and it's a great block there by us you know but up to this point our guys are doing a good job tracking mm-hmm. uh giving our d the opportunity to stand up and force dumps uh mm-hmm. off it and here we are again you know we're we're, we're playing with some pace yeah you know off it and i, I remember that play I, i'm not i'm not sure why you know but i i I uh, I remember <laughs> he was just trying to put it behind him, and I think he Wolfie might have caught it or something there right at the bench. <laughs> that was funny, uh, Matt, Matt Fontaine. So that was so it was it was good. I, I I loved our energy. You know, our bench was feeling good. Our bench was talking. You, you know, off it there was a lot of lot of positives going on, and yeah. Uh, but it was also important. You know, to, we had work to do. You know, off it. Mm-hmm. The so, energy was palpable. Yes, it was. Face-offs were key. You know, uh, uh, Riley and Matt Fontaine did a really good job. Like right there, I thought we were, we wanted. Yeah, that's a good look, I, and and that's probably one that that Connor probably wants back. He's he's right in that slot area. Yeah, he's got not a lot of traffic in front of him. He's got a lot of a lot of nets, a lot of net to shoot at. I, re- <laughs> I remember sitting on the bench going, oh, you know, like I don't know if we're gonna get much better of a look than that. You know, mm-hmm. like especially in, but. But these guys, uh, they, they were warriors, you know, these, these, these three guys. And, and uh, if, if you really dive into their shifts in, in this game, especially the third and overtime, like it would be interesting to see their offensive zone play versus defensive zone. You know, they, sure. their puck possession was good. And Well, I'd love to, I'd love to see the, uh, the ice time, just sheer ice time for, for those two top six, six lines. It seemed like you're, I mean, you're leaning on some defensemen more than others, but... You know, yeah. you're able to roll through those pairs a little bit more. But these two forward lines, I mean, they're out there pretty much alternating every other shift. I, I'd imagine they're racking up, you know, 30, 35 minutes. Yeah, probably with overtime they'd be getting close <laughs> with some special teams. You know, they mm-hmm. both played power play, penalty kill. But, yeah. like, another great look, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that was just, to me, that was just all hard work, right, by yeah. Riley Sutter down low, Garrett on pucks. Um, mm-hmm. and that was a, a really good shift, you know, by, by our group. And that takes a lot, I mean, um, for a defenseman to just kind of recognize, you know, there's there's a screener right in front of the net. i got to, you know, snap this off quick. Well, and, and, if, and, and if he if he takes another half second, you know, it could be blocked and down the other way, right? True. So it's th- those are those shots there, like when you get into overtime, you know, you, you, it's easy for us to say to the D, you got to shoot the puck, got to shoot the puck. <laughs> but when a guy's coming at you with, with uh, you know, big shin pads on and knowing that if I don't get it through this first layer, mm-hmm. it can go the other way and we're home for game seven too, mm-hmm. right? So it's, uh, that, was, that was a big play there. Mm-hmm. And just watching, you know, Kevin Davis play, something that I never really, I never got to do. I mean, he played here, his whole career was before I, before I got here, but um, just the pace and the way he moves pucks, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive to watch. I mean, it's really, 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 yeah. really fun. Kev, fun Kev was really good. You know, Kev was just... He had a, a, a persona about him. He was just very calm, cool, you know, on the ice, and, yeah. and um, you know, and, and he really, he did a really good job leading that back end. And obviously, here's the the power play that yeah, leads yeah. to the leads to the goal. But so far, I thought we've had a really good overtime, and, and it was a really good rush by Jake, you know, come coming in there and, and cutting through and, and and doing what Jake does as well, right? And so. Mm-hmm. So we get this opportunity here, which is very hard to come by in overtime, you know, as a mm-hmm. power play, but a huge draw. Yeah. Um, and we just, you know, talking about Kevin there, and and we had we had a lot of weapons on on this group, you know, I'd yep. say, you know, and and um, we're kind of set up here in this in this two two three look, mm-hmm. you know, where we kind of roll, and 
that was kind of a bit of a set play we we run with some speed with with Garrett coming down or or Matt mm-hmm. on the other side and it didn't go as planned so you know we're we're <laughs> dumping they dump it right back yeah so we're we're in the breakout here and you know you're you're thinking all right we get another crack at it and a really good really good entry uh, off it. But you can see we have guys playing in, in every position. You know, like mm-hmm. there's Connor up top. Now Garrett's on the other side. So we always talked about not worrying about where we were at so much. You know, it was – I felt comfortable. If Kevin Davis was on the goal line, he could be on the goal line. You know, like it <laughs> yeah. didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this group does a really good job of, of just being patient. You know, they mm-hmm. able to open up a seam. Right, we don't get to handle it, you know, quite the way we want. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Connor over to Kev, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was a pretty uh, a, a pretty neat feeling, and it yeah. is right now even watching it, you know, yeah. and 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 you see guys jumping in the pile like there's Ian Walker and and um, Chris Mass looks like he's hopping <laughs> out there with the getting ready for some yeah. photos, right? But you know it, it was uh, how exciting guys were, and there's a lot of guys, uh, Ethan O'Rourke and and Branson Sharp and and. Um, you know, if, if if you go through all these guys, you know, like, yeah. like they they did great, they, they they were really good. You know, Girth uh, we we're talking about at the time, like it's not easy for for a lot of these guys, you know, and and mm-hmm. uh, but they they really parked their their egos aside and and uh, mm-hmm. they, they did a, a really good job. Yeah, I think Mitch Love was the first coach off the bench. Uh, yeah, he's he's hugging he's everyone. Been, yeah, for sure. It, it's it, this is this is really. Uh, uh, it's pretty neat to watch. There's Reese Reese Vitelli, right, and and uh, who who's, was an excellent player for us. And it was sad, you know, this year when we had to make make uh, a trade there, you know, mm-hmm. for him because he's he, he was just he was great. You well, know? his legacy was cemented. Very, I mean, you know, we we talked about how those top two lines are playing, but you know, throughout the course of the game, you can't just lean on two lines. And that third line that he centered with Kindop and and Fasco Rudis, I mean, as a 16 year old to center a third line yeah. in the playoffs, not I mean, easy, hey, eh? yeah. So the the fact that you know he kind of has that on his WHL legacy that's 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 nothing he can that someone in any can take away from him right Yeah you know what and and he was just and he's not he's not the biggest guy right Reese and, and think back then he's going in some face off circles with some some pretty big centermen you oh, yeah. know but he, he has a big heart he plays the game hard he plays the game right you know and and uh, it was uh like to see these guys here and and you know down on the ice and uh you know the guys from up top they got down pretty fast i think they sit on the other side so i don't know how they got down there some of the guys <laughs> not dressed right but yeah uh, you know i, I just a, a real real special group you know like they were uh uh and, and you say that a lot about all winning teams but you know and and, and they, they they really were you know they stuck together they were mm-hmm. they're close like you talk about on teams there was no clicks you know mm-hmm. like I, everybody hung out with everybody and and we always say that when we would go to restaurants you know, to eat pregame, like it wasn't the same five guys at a table, you know, yeah. and that's easy for guys to do at this age, but they always just, mm-hmm. they always gelled and, and they always got along and uh, they pushed each other. And it was just, uh, it was a, it was a, a really re- re- remarkable series and, and good for the program, you know, mm-hmm. to, to uh, have the opportunity to go to the finals against a really good Swift team that obviously they, they put us out there in, in six, um, but our, I thought our guys played played really well for sure, and and obviously the guy that made the final play, um, Connor Dewar, setting setting Kevin Davis, who um, just one times can snapshot right by right by the goalie. It's pretty. I mean, it's pretty special. It's um, I know Jesse, you know, kind of 
was able to write this, but but Kevin was the first draft pick in this new era of Silvertips hockey with with Gary Davidson, mm-hmm. his first round pick, and for him to to you know c- cement his legacy essentially. And those, all three of those twenties were obviously terrific for you guys and had um, pretty remarkable WHL careers. Yeah. But you know the fact that you know there was him. There's kind of some some uh, some synergy between you know Gary's <laughs> tenure and then. Um, what you guys are able to do this year um, in his final season. Yeah, you know what, he, he I, those 20s were, were, were great, you know, and they could have bailed, you know, especially with the start of the year we had, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not uncommon, right? 20-year-olds, this is their last kick, their last kick of the can, right? And, and they, the longer they play, the better chance they get to probably get a pro contract or get to the furthest level, you know, a higher level. And, and our guys... Um, you know they they uh, they didn't veer from it and 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 they easily could have, you know mm-hmm. they they there was a coaching change right, you know there uh, who's 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 Dennis Williams we're four nine and one what's this you know we had Kevin here like Constantine yeah. I've had him my whole life there was a comfort level there's a lot right off it and and it, that's that's a lot for these for these young guys too like they're they're nineteen twenty years old and and um, but but they're. Uh, their uh, their attention to detail, their compete, what they brought every day, you know, was was just remarkable. They they led as as an entire group. They cared as a group. They brought along the young guys, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like I said, Kevin and and um, and Patrick and Matt. You know, they were they they definitely were great leaders that year for us, and, and was another big factor to why we were able to to get where we were that year. So final thoughts before we, before we wrap this up. You you were able to rewatch this game. I think yeah. it's the first time since it actually happened for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, what what's what's your general takeaways from this one? Uh, you know, look, looking back at it, like watching even that last power play was um, was there. There was five really good hockey players out there on the ice skill wise. You know, well and, there are, there are nine really good skaters nine, out there. Yeah, you know? like and 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 when when you're in the moment. You know, like coaching, we, we know how good everybody is, but when you sit here and you fast forward two years, you know, this has roughly been almost or, or more rights or, or close to two years since this happened. Um, and you see where some of these guys are right now and, and, and how good they, you know, have, some guys are still with us. Some are on, to, obviously, in the NHL, some mm-hmm. are in the American League, some are in the East Coast League. Like, it's it's been a... Um, it's a pretty sur- surreal moment when you watch this, you know, and... and uh, you know, like I said, it's something that uh, I, I've never watched the, the like, I've never watched from that <laughs> ten minute on. You know, often we got into the Swift series, and you know, before you know, it was a long, long season for us, and you know, we have a short summer then, which is always good. You mm-hmm. know, if you get to play that long, but it, it was, it's, it's really neat to see, and and you know, from my standpoint as a coach, like you can't thank uh, the players enough, you know, for for what they did, and and the highs and lows of the year, they stuck even keel, they kept battling, and. And from our ownership group and our coaching staff and trainers, medical, like it was, it was a, a really fun year, you know. And, and to see these guys here tired and beat, and you know, you got Garrett giving uh, Dewey there a hug, you know, mm-hmm. arm around him. But I can tell you that once we went to the locker room, it didn't seem like we just went to overtime and we're. That room was rocking pretty hard in there. Yeah. The guys were pretty excited, obviously. <laughs> and uh, I remember coming down in Zorn and, and Gary being down there already. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was it was a lot, lot of emotions. Guys uh, laughing, high-fiving, guys crying. You know, you, you just kind of – it was just – the whole game was that, you know, for us. So, But a real proud moment. And, and obviously, you know, for being in our first year, like what, what, what a great what, – what a great group to have, you know, and, and re- real proud to, to have coached those guys. What was that bus trip back to, to Everett like? 
well, I think I fell asleep. You know, I don't think the back of the bus slept at all. You know, <laughs> it was one of those where I remember, you know, Mitch and I talking and, and uh, you know, and, and, and James Stuckey and Pat Pajak and Blake. I, we kind of stick together for a little bit up and talk, but as coaches, you just, you're exhausted, you know, yeah. but these guys here, they caught their second and third win pretty good. So it was, <laughs> it, I, like I said, and, and what was really neat was when we came home, um, I know Dan, Dan taught her off, you know, and, and had a bunch of the uh, people were outside waiting for us, you know, so when we pulled in at three, three thirty in the morning, there was a couple hundred people out there, which was, yeah, which was pretty, pretty special, neat. Yeah. yeah. For our guys, you know, they're going out and. Mm-hmm giving high fives and, 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 and what was really neat to see the amount of, of kids. I joked on that night, I said, no, no school tomorrow for these little guys, you know, as we were pulling in, but, <laughs> but, you know, for a lot of, a lot of, a lot of those kids, you know, they, they've been, been fans of Everett and, and to be there and our guys got to celebrate with them and, and, um, you know, be able to be in the parking lot and hang out with them. It was, it was, it was huge. And we gave them a well, well-deserved day off the next day. And, you know, we started prepping for Swift quickly. So it was, uh, it was a pretty special moment, and obviously for for the for the twenty year olds to to be able to uh, to win the, uh, the the Western Conference side here is you know to come up and, and get presented the trophy, and I, I think uh, really caps off you know just how how valuable they were to, to our our program and to our season this mm-hmm. this this year. You beat three uh, pretty good teams to to get to, to to the WHL finals. Obviously, you know Seattle talked about the rivalry there. Yeah. I think there are a lot of people that didn't think you guys were going to get past Portland um, in the next series. And then um, probably there's some people saying the same about Tri-City with all the firepower they have. Um, So, yeah, I I, I, I definitely think even though, you know, we we won the uh – James, James, James almost made it there, <laughs> uh, but you know, even though we won, you know, the the U.S. division, right? Like I don't, I think we we're the underdogs going into each series, almost, you yeah. know, out of it. And and like I said, Seattle, the that that was the last team, you know, you know, you you think back. I remember at the time that you know that they played us hard all year. They were close, close mm-hmm. games, and and it's never easy series, right? It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter probably on either side if if if. Everett finishes eighth and they finish first. It's probably the last that you want to play each mm-hmm. other because you yeah. know there's a lot of emotions in those games and and a lot of competing. Uh, but you know we're able to to battle through that and there's Dawson Butt out there. Hey, eh? <laughs> good to get him back on Wednesday and and uh, but you can you know what 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 this is able to do is is this builds you know relationships for a lifetime. They they share something with each other here. You know mm-hmm. and Kyle Walker on the ice and. Uh, Jamison Murray, mm-hmm. right there, and and uh, you know he he was just a fantastic add to you know defenseman mm-hmm. that I don't know if he played in the playoffs for us, but just a great, great teammate, great kid worked worked each each and every day. Same with Kyle Walker, you know, like th- those guys were just as important as any player on the ice right now to mm-hmm. us. And uh, like I said, it was uh, it was it was a, a really really fun night, a, a neat experience, one that you know I'll I'll always re re remember. Well, I hope I brought back some some good memories yeah. of this, and thanks so much for for agreeing to do this. I think it was a fun. Yeah, time. no, thanks, Josh. And when you brought this up, I thought what a what a great thing, you know, and, and a great idea. And I know when I was talking with Nick Patterson about it, he said, "Well, what about the Portland game when when we scored those two late goals?" I said, "Well, I don't know if we got enough time. We had a couple in this in this playoff um, where where the games were were quite re- re- remarkable. But when you <laughs> when, when you asked." to do this I thought it was kind of neat because again I haven't sat down so I appreciate it you know thinking of this and, and, and taking the time to uh, sit down and kind of re- relive that moment yeah well thank you appreciate it